Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, your host with the most, Phil Better. And today I have an amazing podcaster that I can't pronounce his last name because it's a it's a it's an Italian last name, and I'm notoriously horrible with any type of last name that's not English or French. So I'm going to just introduce him as Mike, the finance guy. Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much for having me, and it's Cavagioni. Sure. <laughs> I'm not attempting that. I've, I've screwed up too many names in my life of a, as an interviewer, so I'm not going to even attempt to insult you with my poor handling of your name. Um, Mike, uh, I want to thank you so much for being here, uh, reaching out and wanting to be on a guest on the podcast to share your story of podcasting. So how about you give us a little bio? How long have you been podcasting? What have you been doing? What's your podcast about? All those fun, jazzy questions. Yeah, those definitely fun, jazzy questions. So, um, <clears throat> Just don't mind me. It's it's still early in the morning here in Hawaii, so I'm still uh, intaking my caffeine. But so yeah, so I host the Average Joe Finances podcast. I've only been podcasting for a year. Uh, as a matter of fact, it just turned one years old on July 26th. Happy birthday! Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, and it, it's just it's just been an absolute fun adventure. So what we talk about on the podcast is personal finances. Uh, the whole thing started off with me on a journey of getting out of debt. Uh, it started off as a blog where I was talking about how I did it and how we got to the point where we are now, uh, where we we were able to pay off over $27,000 in credit card debt and small loans and get ourselves to a point where we had 40 k in the bank and moving to Hawaii to buy a house. So uh, we did that. Now, thankfully, being in the military, I was able to use a VA loan, you know, put 0% down. So the money that I had in the bank was for renovations, which I used pretty much all of it um, just to get the house the way we want it. So anyway, the uh, the whole thing started off as a blog talking about that and how we got here. And uh, a friend of mine who had started a podcast uh, not too long before me, um, a couple months before me, he just he really enjoyed it. And I was listening to a couple of his shows because I started to really start picking up on listening to podcasts, um, especially ones that. Uh, you know, motivated me to better myself and, uh, and and things of that nature. So he reached out and said, hey, man, he's like, you're doing some really awesome stuff with your blog and your website. And I really feel like you would have a, a good audience for a podcast. He's like, I know you like to talk. You're a talker. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm from New York. It's what we do. We're talkers, right? So uh, I said, you know what? I'll, maybe maybe I'll give it a try when I retire from the Navy. I just I don't know if now is the right time. He's like, no, just start. Just start. Trust me. Just start. I'm like, all right, fine. Fine. You, you twisted my arm enough. I'll start. <laughs> it, 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 it took a lot to twist your arm, apparently. Just a couple. Uh, just start. Just starts. Yeah, just a couple of those. That, that's all. Hey, you know, my my uh, my buddy Jeff is a very intense person. And if he's uh, if he's digging into you to do something, it makes you want to do it. So I'm like, all right, man, fine. So uh, so I started the podcast and it started off. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I bought like a, a Blue Yeti mic. I had a webcam. Actually, I think I was using the laptop webcam on my my uh, laptop at first, and I was just recording like straight into uh, like just straight videos and pulling the audio out, editing it in Audacity and, and doing it that way. Right um, now, my first couple episodes, it was just me like doing solo episodes and I brought on a guest, my first guest, I think for episode four or five. And it made me realize that I, I like doing interviews better, right? I like talking to people. I like sharing their story. Um, so 
Now, again, I went into this not knowing what the heck mm -hmm. I was doing. And I do my first interview and I told myself, okay, I, I want to try to keep my episodes around 30 minutes. And I, I put like this time limit in my head. And in the middle of interviewing this guy and a good buddy of mine, his name's Tim Kelly from Active Duty Passive Income. I thought it was super cool that he said, hey, I'll be your first guest. So we're like 20 minutes into it. And I told him, I said, hey, man, um, you know, we're, we're getting close. Uh, Going to try to wrap things up. Um, but I didn't quite say it like that. It was kind of like in my head I said that, but I didn't really say that. So we're going and then he's like, yeah, he's like, hey, let's keep this conversation going. This is great. And I'm like, all right, well, that's it. And <laughs> and just ended the show right right there. So it was, yeah, it was, it, if you go back to some of my earlier interviews and listen to those to where I'm at now, it, it's a world of a difference. And um, for me, it's just been super fun because I like to take advantage of being a podcast host in general, right? And what I mean by that is the people that I bring on my show, I have now built like a network with these amazing individuals that are doing so many awesome things, both in their finances, investing, real estate, so many different areas. And what I like about my particular podcast is how broad it is, right? That's why it's called Average Show Finances. It's not just one particular uh, niche, I guess you could say, right? I'm not just talking about real estate. I'm not just talking about investing. I'm not just talking about getting out of debt, right? There's so many different nuances to that. I've even recently interviewed some crypto uh, nerds because I don't know a thing about it. And uh, those are some interesting conversations. I, I still don't think I'm comfortable enough to where I would invest like my life savings in crypto, but um, I got a better idea of why people do it and, and, and how it works. So hmm. um yeah, kind of long story short, I, I, I just enjoyed talking to people and said, hey, you know what? After my buddy twisted my arm with a couple, just do it. Um, I decided that, hey, I, you know, I enjoy talking to people. So let's let's get it out there and let's start sharing some people's stories. And, and it's just been an awesome time. I can only imagine I've been in the industry over six years and, uh, you know, completing over probably that is a huge mug. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't see it before. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So uh, that's like a I hell said, of a intake intaking my caffeine. That is like a like 7-Eleven jumbo jug of yeah. for Slurpees. Oh my god, that's huge. I love I the Star Wars. I'm a huge though. Star Wars fan. Yeah. I love it. I, I I couldn't tell with the baby Yoda behind you or groom. Yeah, or, sorry, or the groom. sleeve on my arm. Mm. So love it. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, going back to my point before I was distracted by the giant mug. Um <laughs> interviewing so many different people especially entrepreneurs like i've done over a hundred interviews so far with entrepreneurs on my digital entrepreneur podcast and this one i'm starting i'm probably around five or six interviews so far but that connection you make with your guest and going forward like just being able to have those kind of like mastermind moments of learning from them because like you said getting out of debt, there's thousands of different ways to get out of debt. There's thousands of different ways to make money to fix your finances. So having that ability to connect with all these different people and learn from them, because eventually you're going to be like, Oh, I'm in this situation. I already know the solution because I talked to someone for it. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, we're going to, we're going to jump into uh, kind of your why, like what was the, the why behind your podcast? Why did you decide to do it on that or start blogging even about getting out of uh, debt. Sure. So when the whole entire thing started, uh, you know, and I was looking at 
our financial situation. My wife and I were sitting here talking about what we needed to do. We knew we wanted to move to Hawaii. We knew we wanted to buy a house when we moved to Hawaii. And we said, okay, we got to figure out how to get there. Now we started doing a whole bunch of research, looking at, you know, Dave Ramsey, all that stuff. And to tell you the truth, you know, I, I do like his baby steps, right? So we did follow the Dave Ramsey baby steps for the first three steps to get out of debt. And in doing so, you know, I realized how much little I've, I knew about like financial literacy and financial education as I started going into this. And I thought to myself, I said, Hey, you know, I'm how old was I at the time? I think, uh, 30, 32 or something like that at the time. And I'm like, how am I at the age of 32? Like, how do I not know some of this stuff? Like, this is absolutely bonkers. How do they not teach this in school? How come there isn't something, you know, there isn't like different education programs out there to help people get there. And now there are, there are different things, but it's not anything you're going to find, you know, just when you're out walking down the street advertised, no. right? It's something you have to go and research yourself. You have to go and find that. So I said, Hey, I want to share with people what, you know, what I did to get here and what me and my family had to do, the sacrifices we had to make and, and what we had to do to get here to beat our debt and be able to own another home in Hawaii. Right. So, uh, that's, you know, that's pretty much how it started. It started off the basis of, you know, the lack of financial literacy and financial education. So now that kind of translates into what my why is now is, is getting more information and education out there to anybody, you know, that I guess you could say the average Joe's right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and Jones, right. You know, we're, we're all inclusive. So just because it's called average Joe's doesn't mean that this is, you know, strictly, you know, for one gender here. Okay. So it's average Joe's average Jane's average them. There you, Everybody. Jane's, can there it. you go. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and the thing is, it's, it's just been, um, for me, just an awesome adventure to be able to just share, you know, what I've learned. And then on top of that, bringing on guests that are way smarter than me in, in different things and learning from them. So I, you know, I know you were looking for your pen before, right? I've got my little book here. I call this my little black book of knowledge. I take notes with every single guest that I interview and I have learned so much. Exactly. I, I have like learned so much from these guys and gals that it's just absolutely mind boggling. And, you know, as a matter of fact, part of the network that I've been able to build with this is uh, I'm now investing with some of them too. So I'm getting ready to go into a syndication for a 102 unit apartment uh, in Roanoke, Virginia. And, you know, this, and this is thanks to my podcast and the people that I've met in doing it. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, I, I found the same thing with my, my digital entrepreneur podcast. Like I started that podcast first because I never knew how to be an entrepreneur. Like no one told me there's no courses, like you said, and my family's been a nine to fiver family for like, as long as I can remember, everybody in my family is nine to five. So like, I'm the first one venturing off into the entrepreneurship world or the entrepreneurial world. And so when I started this, I was like, I need to find out. Cause I had a burnout in 2020 because of a whole bunch of bad stuff that's happened. Well, not bad stuff, just like didn't take care of myself, you know? Um, and so after the burnout, I decided, yeah, I'm going to figure it out. So I spent the summer pretty much just 
YouTubing university, uh, trying to figure out like affiliate marketing, you know, email list, how you do all this. And I didn't have anything. So I'm like, you know what? I need a pro I need something first. So let's figure out how. So I interviewed a whole bunch of entrepreneurs and then figured out, well, I just have to do it. Like, like your buddy said, just do it. You just have to jump in and figure it out. And I found out my why is I want to have this, my podcast to teach others to do it. Just like you're teaching people with their finances. I want to teach people by interviewing other entrepreneurs how to be an entrepreneur because there's any, you can be an entrepreneur in any way you want. Like any skill can be monetized now, thanks to the internet. So like, I really do appreciate your why. And uh, I do kind of like gel with it because you want to help people get rid of their, their finance, like get their finances proper. Whereas I want to teach them how to be an entrepreneur. And this one is how to teach yeah. to be a podcaster. So I love that. Um, go, you, you said you're a year old in podcasting. Uh, yes. excuse me. It's, it's very hot here in Montreal for once in our lives and I can't turn on the AC or else it's too loud. And so I'm sweating like, like some, like I'm down in hell. Um, but, uh, what is like, what has been a pain point, either a pain point that you've solved or a pain point that you're facing now in your podcasting journey? Sure. Uh, there's been a couple pain points, uh, some solved, some unsolved, uh, some that cannot be solved. Uh, so I'll talk about, I guess, the first pain point I noticed that for me was my comfort level when interviewing somebody. So now, like I said, I, I'm a talker. I like to talk. I, I socialize a lot. Uh, I'm I'm one of those people that will just walk up to a crowd of people I don't know and just start having a conversation because I like to do that. I'm a, I'm a huge extrovert, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, but when it came to sitting down doing one-on-one -on -one interviews, and I, I, I guess maybe uh, the, the biggest pain point was proper preparation to do an interview, right? knowing what I wanted to talk about, knowing what questions to ask. And one of the ways I solve that pain point is I have every guest that comes on the show now fill out this information slash application form um, where I get the basic information about them. So I get their bio. Um, I say, hey, here's some different, you know, what topics do you want to discuss? Do you have any particular questions you'd like me to ask you, you know, to help Ooh, put them I in like their that. comfort zone and, and things like that. And so I get these forms filled out and now I'm not sitting here at the beginning saying, okay, Hey, so, um, before we get started, like before we hit record, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself so I, I can, you know, have a better understanding. And then I've, I've already got all that information. So what I do is before we go live is I'll say, Hey, I got your bio. I got all this other information. Here's this, that, that, whatever. I was like, this is what I'd like to talk about. You know, you sent me these topics. I think they're great. I'd love to talk about these. Hey, you sent me these particular questions. I I'd love to ask you them. If you're good with that, let's go. Um, and then, I, I've, of course, I've got my set of questions, too, that I like to ask. And what I'll tell them, too, is I don't I don't try to do any of those, like, gotcha questions. Like, I, I want you to be comfortable as, as the guest, right? Yeah. So, you know. I like to have that little brief before we get started and just make And every, every podcast I've been on too, everybody always has like that pre conversation and just gets to know each other a little bit. You just, you get to vibe in first, right? Because if you just start by hitting record and it's, it's almost robotic, right? Yeah. And uh, the other thing I do too, is I used to have like my list of questions and I would go, <clears throat> excuse me, I would go down the line in order. Like, okay, I got to hit every single one of these. <laughs> ridiculous. Now what I do is I have a separate set of notes that I have pulled up in a word document that I put off to the side 
Um, I've kind of upgraded a little bit. So now I've got two screens in here. One screen has me and the guest on, on the camera on the call. And then the other screen has my notes and, you know, we'll sit here and chat and I'll look over at my notes every now and then and make sure that I'm hitting all the different things I want to talk about. It's also got the questions on there and everything. And, and sometimes I don't even hit all the questions and that's okay. Because what I like to do is as I ask a question and they answer, you know, I like to do follow-ups based off their answer. And I like to keep it very conversational and very casual. I don't want it to feel like an interrogation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, fully, and, fully. I've I've listened to a couple podcasts where it almost feels like this is an interrogation. And I said, I don't want to sound like that. I want this to sound very natural. Another um, I guess pain point that uh that I solved, <clears throat> excuse me, and you can still hear it, right? I, I say un um a lot. I'm a big pauser and I used to be such a perfectionist that I would say, okay, as I'm editing this stuff, I got to get all that junk out. I can't have it in there. And I was driving myself bananas editing episodes for like eight hours. Okay. Yep. It was insane. And I'm listening to other podcasts, like big podcasts, like bigger pockets and, the, and some of those bigger ones, they leave all that stuff in there. And I'm telling myself, why am I killing myself? to make my podcast sound better than theirs when they're crushing it. And I'm just like the little new guy at the bottom of the totem pole. What the heck am I doing? Right? So I said, this has got to stop. So I slowly started backing off of that. And then I realized, okay, now I'm only editing for about six hours. Okay, great. Save two hours there. Well, one of the things I did uh, is I actually outsourced my editing. So now I have a team that I hired and I just, all I do is I record the content. I send it to them. They do everything else. They do the editing. They do, they make my videos. They make my audiograms. They make my social media short caption videos. Um, they make my show notes. They make my thumbnail and I leave it alone. So that has been a huge, like, I guess, you know, like weight off my shoulders and kind of solve that pain point for me. Right. Cause editing was a huge pain point. Oh yeah. I know how annoying editing is. Yeah. It's a huge pain point for a lot of podcasters. Right. So uh, that was the other one. Now, the pain point that I, I just, I can't figure out yet. And uh, th this has to do with my location. I live in Hawaii. So we started this, it's 630 in the morning for me when we started. So uh, 630, you're, I thought you were only three hours, not six hours. Cause it's uh, noon. Yeah, here. no, it's, it was, it was 630 in the morning for me. So it is Jesus. now 650. <laughs> Holy shit. So, Six hours. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, you're you're this, further out because I'm thinking like California's three hours. You're yeah, no, three no, hours no, behind it, California. Shit. Yep, three hours further than that. So it's um you know, so that's that's been one of the big, I guess, um pain points. And and another thing that goes along with that is I'm still active duty in the Navy, right? So when it comes to scheduling times for my guests, I was going nuts trying to squeeze them in whenever I could and it was great because I would, I would get so much like done. I, I, like right now I have my content pre-recorded all the way out until the end of December. And, uh, and that's the other thing too, is that like some of my newer guests, I have to tell them, Hey, just so you know, this episode probably won't come out for six months and I can give you like a rough estimate. Here's the date that it's going to come out. Now I was taking off like on, on, if like a holiday fell on a Sunday, cause that's when I release, I would, I would not release, but I think I'm going to just continue releasing because 
at this point, I've got so much content. I might even start releasing two episodes a week. Um, but uh, I'm not sure I want to do that yet. Uh, I, I kind of like the pace that I'm going at and, and the progress that, I, that I've made with the podcast. So I think I, I don't want to you know, fix it if it's not broke. Mm-hmm. So the other thing is, uh, yeah, so being active duty in the, in the Navy, right? So that it made it so I could only really do interviews on the weekends. So my Saturdays and Sundays were just filled with interviews. And I said, nah, this has got to change. Like my family's starting to not dig this. So... <laughs> Uh, so I changed it to just Saturdays. Now I do interviews on just, just Saturdays. And if somebody can't do that, then I say, well, uh, I'm sorry. Um, you can wait until I have some time off and I could, a weekday opens up and I will, I'll reach out to you and let you know. But I was like, if you can't do a Saturday, then I just, I just can't do it. I'm not, I'm not doing that to my family. So I switched it. I have one recording day a week. Now I took off this week, which is why I have a little bit of facial hair as you can see. So <laughs> Um, so I've been off this week, so I, I've, I've tried to get a lot of that stuff done. I'm also we're actually myself working on a podcast course for new podcasters, um, to share my journey and how I started podcasting and how I got to where I am now. Um, so what I, you know, the thing is this week, now that I head off, I was able to squeeze in a couple interviews with folks that I couldn't normally get on a Saturday because they don't do interviews on Saturdays. And I also sat in on a couple different podcasts uh, as a guest. So this is my third one this week of being a guest. Um, and it was just a good opportunity to try to knock some of these out. And uh, I definitely wanted to come on your show ever since I saw you announce this one, especially talking about podcasters. And I was like, hey, my podcast is doing pretty good. I want to get on Phil's show and talk about it a little bit. Uh, so and that's why I'm glad I was able to connect with you on on Facebook and everything and on social media, because that's another thing. I would have never met you mm-hmm. um, or some of these other awesome podcasters if I didn't start a podcast myself and join some of these groups and start meeting some of you guys. Um, and man, what an awesome community. I don't care what niche you're in. If you're doing a podcast, you, it's just, it's fun and you're providing a service, right? You're providing yeah. entertainment. Um, whether, whether you get 10 listens an episode or you're getting 500 listens an episode, I mean, you're providing, so, somebody's listening. Somebody's mm-hmm. listening to what you're putting out and it's just fun. Right. So anyway, ki- kind of long winded on that, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's where my pain points are slash were slash still are. So no, that's, that's fine. And I love how you found different solutions to your pain points. You know, like you, you were, you couldn't, because you're active military, you went, okay, I'm going to go on the weekends. And then you're like, well, I'm losing my family and my family's going to kill me. So I'm going to go down to one. And you're like, Hey, this is when I record. If you can't do it too, so sad, too bad. Um, but also, you know, like upgrading your equipment, connecting with the, uh, people and being able to be on guests on podcasts. That's, that's super cool as well. And thank you so much for wanting to be on the show. I can't thank you enough because for me, it's the connection with podcasters and just picking other podcasters mind about how they got there so that I can be like, okay, I've done that. I've done that. I haven't faced that problem, but I'm glad I already have a solution kind of ready because i i've already interviewed someone about it that's why i asked about pain points because i know it's going to come so like it, with my clients because i i do podcast production pardon me if my clients have that problem I'm like ah i already i spoke to mike mike had that problem here's the solution this is what we do and we just move forward with it so again thank you so much for being on the podcast and starting a podcast so that we could end up connecting you know yeah yeah for sure man it's it's just been such a fun ride and like i say it's 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 an adventure and uh, it's just something that I'm really happy to do and and just 
be able to talk to people, especially awesome people like you, you know, it's just, it's just amazing what, what this, what this has brought to me, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's made some great connections, great friendships for me. And, uh, again, you get this, like, sometimes you get these, some of my, uh, guests, they charge thousands of dollars an hour to have coaching by them. I get them for free on my podcast. So that's just like amazing. A little, a little sneak, a uh, little trick and secret for you people who are trying to learn how to clear your finances or learn how anything to do start a podcast and invite them on and ask yeah. them the questions you know that that's a great point because i actually had someone on my show who actually charges like a thousand dollars an hour to talk to him and i had more than an hour of his time because we we talked both before and after the the episode uh, recorded and i got to sit here and pick this guy's brain for free so i'm like uh yeah this is this is a pretty good deal i i, I like it <laughs> I'm not, I'm not complaining. I get to sit down with like these, it's one of the best ways to network is through a podcast and it's one of the best ways to share your knowledge and, or, or just entertain your fans or people, you know, cause I run, uh, I have my invest in yourself podcast, but I also have the feel better show and the real boys, which is a movie review podcast where we talk about movies. So it's just pure entertainment. And cause I'm a cinephile, I love movies. I, I do that as well, but yeah, it's, it's one of the best, it's the new radio. I find new radio and new TV is, yeah. uh, thanks to streaming. Um, I do want to get into a tip now, if someone sure. comes up to you, cause you're actually starting a, a course or creating a course for beginners, what's one tip you have for beginners? Just get started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the tip that, that got me started. Right. Uh, so I would say, you know, the biggest thing is understanding the niche that you're going to be in, understanding what you want to talk about and making yourself a subject matter expert in that particular niche, right? Because if, especially if it's going to be a podcast that interviews people, because I mean, there's, there's a lot of solo shows out there. That's, that's great. Right. But if you're going to do interviews, make sure you know what you're talking about and make sure that any guests that you bring on, you've done your due diligence and research on them. And you guys can have a productive conversation and not sit here and just stare at each other. Right. So I think that's super important. And, and one of the reasons why I built that, that, that kind of intake form. Right. And it's, it's just been super helpful. Uh, you know, similar to what you had, you know, I filled out one to come on this show. It's fantastic. Like you need to have some information on the, the guests you're bringing on. So you understand what you guys are going to discuss. Yeah, no, um, one of the things I, uh, one of my core tenants from back in the, the starting out was getting information as soon and easy as possible. So that when you fill out, cause I, I did, I started off all by myself and I was like, I don't want to be searching the internet for all these people's social media links. I don't want to find like, it's a lot of work. So like having that just form and then trying to find a picture for them to put in the social media stuff. It's like, nah, give me all this stuff. You do all the work for me. And then I can just simply copy and paste it into the templates. So yeah, a guest intake form helps you with your research, but it also helps you with your uh, show notes and that going forward. So I think that that is Absolutely. a great tip. And I, I'm glad you, uh, you reiterated a tip that I gave back on one of my older episodes. Um, now, you said you interviewed someone who charges thousands of dollars an hour. Mm -hmm. How did you get that guest? What was the process in landing a guest that charges thousands of dollars an hour? Sure. So I, I'd have to go back and look to see how we met. I, I wasn't sure if it was through social media or through. The, so there's a couple different websites that I've used to, to find guests. 
And I think I found him off of one of those. Uh, it might have been podcastguestlist.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I kind of scour those every now and then. So there's not really a lot of people in my particular um, niche. niche, right, that that are on podcast guest list or radio guest list. So when somebody pops up, it grabs my attention because I, I get the emails from them all the time. Hey, here's some people looking to be on shows. And I'll just look at it real quick. And if I, if, you know, if there's somebody on there, I'm like, Oh, cool. So I think that's where I found him at. Um, but that's the other thing too, is just, is, you know, having a good way to find guests. And I've gotten myself to the point now, um, you know, where up front, that was a lot of manual. That was a lot of on me, like going out and reaching out and finding guests to the point now where I have people reaching out to me all the time saying, Hey, I'd love to be a guest on your show. I get emails all the time. Hey, been listening to your podcast. I think it's awesome. I'd love to be a guest on your show. And now you know, my podcast guest information or intake form, like I said, it, it was just a way to, uh, you know, get information from a guest. Now it, it is also an application. So I have a little thing at the bottom saying, Hey, fill this out and you'll hear back from me in three to five business days of, of whether or not I think you'll be a good fit for the show. And I've actually had to, <clears throat> excuse me, I've actually had to turn some people away. Um, so it's just because that they, they aren't the best fit for the show. And, you know, and, and, and I think there's only maybe about one or two episodes that I recorded that I've actually had to, that, that, that weren't usable. And I would reach back out to them and say, Hey, would you like to re-record? Like either your audio like came in pretty messed up or there was something, there was a glitch that just something got messed up. Um, or just, Hey man, this content was just not that great. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of a hard conversation to have, but you have to be able to do it because it's your show and your integrity is probably, you know, it's the most important thing is, is your reputation. Yeah, no, I, I so. fully agree. I do have a few episodes that I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should not have put it out there. But I was like, at the same time, it was like, I need content. So it was like, ah, the devil I yep. do devil. I don't, but then I can use it as an example in the future for yep. clients. Like, look, this is what happens when you have a bad guess and this is how you can solve it. You know, the, it's a learning opportunity, but yeah. yeah. Or guy, this is what I, happens when you don't prepare yourself enough and you yep. know, this is when you go half. You, you can see some of my lessons learned when you go and listen to some of my earlier interviews to where I'm at now. And you could be like, what a difference. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? No, I, I fully agree. I just want to check something because sometimes for sure. This entire episode was not recorded. No, no, it's recording. <laughs> it was just sometimes for some reason, StreamYards likes to switch my mic from my uh, my USB, uh, not my USB, my uh, LXR to the uh, the webcam. Mm. And I just like to check every once in a while. I, I forgot if I checked before we jumped in. So, I so fun, funny that you say that on some of my earlier episodes, you can hear where I was not talking through my mic and I was talking through the webcam because I just didn't check the settings. Yeah. That's uh, something I've got about three interviews where that happened and it really stinks. Oh yeah. But right, I needed to get my content out there. So mm. you just, you, you roll with the punches when it yeah. happens. Um, Mike, I, I would love to know what has been your favorite memory in the last year of podcasting. Is it a guest? Is it a moment? Is it something that happened? Something that like an event you got uh, invited to? What would you say right now in your last year has been your favorite memory podcasting? Oh, that's, that's a great question. Um, and I, and I got to think about it for a second here. Take uh, there's, there's a couple good ones. Um, hmm. I would, I would probably say that it would be when I hit 10,000 downloads. 
uh, which was maybe four or five months ago or something like that. And then I've just skyrocketed since then. And for me, that was, that was a milestone where I told myself people are actually listening to the content I'm putting out. People are actually downloading these episodes and listening to what I got to say. Um, and then I guess you could say fast forward to a little further up when I went and hit the top one and a half percent on listen notes, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. And then I, I find out and I'm like, okay. okay. So I, I found out once I hit t- the top 10% and I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and I kind of thought that I was going to stay there. You know, I was like, cool. I hit the top 10%. Like I, I'm at my threat, you know, I'm, I'm capped out. Um, then all of a sudden it's like top 2%. I'm like, or, or top five. Then I'm like, what the heck? And that's top two. And I'm like, what? And then it's top one and a half. I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> n- now, now I'm kind of like, man, I, th- I think I want to aim to be in the top one, you know, like let's, let's keep pushing. Um, and, and that to me, like, um, is, so it's, it's kind of two, I guess, two memories. Right. But they tie into each other, but yeah, I I would say that that's, that would be it. No, hitting that 10 K mark is always something that's so fun. Uh, I know my client Lloyd is just hovering around and he's only like four or five months into podcasting. I'm so excited. He's a top 3% podcaster already. Um, so yeah, I know it's, and it's kind of pissed off cause I'm still in the top 10% and I'm like, well, I have three podcasts in the top 10, so I'm okay there. But like seeing him, like just starting, he's already at the top three. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it depends on the, on the niche too. Right. So, yeah. um, I mean, I, I'm not sure what his podcast is about. I, I did a, see you post about it on social media. So his podcast is about, uh, it's called, uh, money grows on trees. He teaches people how to, you know, invest, how to create a additional wealth for them, like through side hustles, saving money and similar to yours, yeah. I guess yours is more based on finances and literature like that. His is more, here are different ways you can build your finances and build your wealth. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I've actually brought on people that are big side hustlers. Uh, so, uh, like I, I think, uh, episode 40 was, I brought on like, um, she's a freelancer, right? And she was very popular on TikTok. That's actually how I met her was on TikTok and reached out and just said, Hey, would you like to come on my show and, and, and talk about what you're doing as a freelancer? And she's like, sure. So, and she came on, that's, that's one of my most listened to episodes, uh, because it, for the, the younger folks that listen to my show, that's what they listen for. They they're like, Hey, what can I do to get out of the rat race, get out of this nine to five. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind, I, I would love to link up with him if you could put us in. Oh, touch, I'm definitely I, putting. I, I, yeah. The reason I kind of, I kind of dropped him here because, like, back, back before you were talking about having your guests on, and I'm like, okay, Lloyd's going to be on this podcast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, let's drop the nugget. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, and and that's the other thing too, especially uh, for new podcasters. Just one more tip I'd like to add yeah. in: being a guest on other podcasts, especially podcasts that are successful will really help skyrocket you when you're first starting out. Um, and even after you're established, you know, right. being a guest on other shows, I, I haven't been the greatest at that. I haven't gone on too many shows. That's why I'm trying to knock a couple of these out now while I have this time off, because I think that's super important. And um, ever since being a guest on some other shows, like, yeah, I switched over to my editing and stuff like that. I got the team that does everything. Um, that's helped me push because I'm, I'm more active on social media now, sharing my audiograms and different things like that. But another thing that's helped is the self advertising you get when you go on someone else's show, you know, because yep. of course they're going to ask you, Hey, 
oh, so, you know, what's your show about? And, you know, what do you talk about? Where can people find more about you? I do that with all my guests that I bring on because it's, it is one of those selfless things. If someone's going to take their time out to come on my show, I want to make sure that my audience gets to know who they are for one, but two, also know where to find them and find out more information about them if they want to learn more. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest things that gets people to come back, you know? Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. Uh, I always love, and we're actually coming up to the the point where I'm going to be jumping off the screen and letting you have it. So I'm glad that you kind of uh, gave a little, you know, nudge towards that and how to do that. But yeah, being a guest on a podcast or other people's podcast is probably the number one way to grow your audience because you have access to people outside your regular audience who may never even have thought of searching average Joe's finance or, you know, invest in yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast or any of the other millions of podcasts that are out there. So yeah, I'm one, I fully 100% I love because I actually talked about this on a previous episode about being a guest and you reconfirming it. Like having one person say it is one thing, but then having a guest or someone prominent like yourself, a top 1.5%er um, saying that it, it just solidifies the point that, yeah, guesting on other podcasts is a surefire way to grow your audience. So thank you very much for uh, uh, reiterating that and giving the simple uh, call to action, like know where you're for going sure. and sh telling other podcasters like you have to give your, your guests the chance to promote. So that's what we're going to do right now. Mike, I'm going to jump off screen. I'm going to give you the full screen because uh, that's what I like to do. Make you really nervous. Uh, but as an intro, as an extrovert, I'm pretty sure you're fine. Let my audience know where they can find you, where they can follow you, where they can listen to your podcast, all that fun stuff. For sure. All right. So uh, like I, like we were talking about, I run the Average Joe Finances podcast. Uh, I'm going to make it very simple. If you want to find any of my links, social media, the podcast itself, you can find everything at averagejoefinances.com slash links. Uh, and then you can also just check out the site, averagejoefinances.com. And then the podcast itself is averagejoefinances.com slash podcast, or you could find it on any podcast platform. I'm pretty sure on all, I'm on every single one of them. Excellent. I love that. Sweet and directly and to the point, one of the best ways of doing it, letting them know where to find everything in one simple thing, averagejoefinances.com. I love it. Simple, easy to remember. Of course, the show notes will be down. Uh, sorry, in the show notes will be all the links. Still getting used to talking, uh, even though it's one o'clock in the afternoon here and 7 a.m. over here. You're already talking better than I am, and I've been up since seven. Jesus Murphy. Uh, well, but I, yes, I did, I did finish this. Whole yeah, you just a mega mug a of a <laughs> pot of coffee there, and I've been just sipping water while wasting water on me. If you're you're watching this, I'm sweating like a madman because it's too hot here in Montreal. But yes, all the links to get to find Mike and his podcast, his blog, his shows and everything else. If you want to increase your financial knowledge, if you're just an average Joe, or even if you're a successful Joe or Jane, because we're open to everybody here, go check out his podcast. Mike, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I can't wait to uh, listen to more of your episodes and see what you have down the line and uh, connect with you maybe next year and see the difference uh, where we are. Yeah, Phil, hey, the, the pleasure's all mine. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on your show and, and share my story. So, Mike, I have to ask you, do you have a branded ending to your podcast? A, a branded catchphrase ending. or anything like that? Do you have a catchphrase? Uh, how do you, okay, how do you normally end your episodes? So I, I, I do have like a, an, an intro and an outro. Um, but normally when I'm just talking with a guest, it's, 
just us saying goodbye to each other pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's nothing else really there. Um, no worries. Like no I, worries. I do my call to action at the beginning of the episode. I do have a disclaimer at the, like after my outro, there's a disclaimer on every episode um, that, you know, this is for entertainment purposes only that the opinions of both the host and the guest are of their own and not their professional opinion. It's kind of like one of those legality things I yeah, have to do being covering in the military. Your, yeah. You know covering your ass. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, I don't want the SEC coming after me and things like that. Yeah, no worries. Uh, but here we go. Here's my outro. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Phil Better, the podcast mogul. He is Mike, the average Joe financial advisor, if you will. Um, I want to thank him for being on the show. Thank you for listening, learning about how to be a podcaster. If you're interested in anything else, go to investinyourselfpod.com. That's where all the podcasts under the Invest in Yourself brand is. And remember to invest in yourself.